You're listening to Shit Gamers Say, only on the Ohio State Podcast Network. Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of Shit Gamers Say. I'm Joe Boda, with me today is Peter. Hello. And Kyle is out today. No, I'm here. Right. Oh, Kyle, nice to, ni- good that you could make it. Uh, Steam. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a console, leave me alone. <laughs> God, okay. We what, why did they delay GTA 5 again? That's why? a good question. That's a good question. We'll probably get to that today. Oh, okay. Probably. Wait, you know why? Are you uh, on the team? I might have some inside scoops from. No, no, I don't. I don't have <laughs> no. anything. I have nothing. So yeah, no. Kyle is out today. He's actually at a D and D club. Um, oh, D and D and Magic the Gathering. So I can't wait to hear some stories about that. I've always been curious about D and D, but I've never had the time nor the friends who would take the time to educate me. So. It's- Everything that I get, well, I've n- I've never played, but everything that uh, I've seen for it is just like it's almost impenetrable because it's not just like oh you play D and D. No, there's like thirteen different versions, and everyone swears by a different one. And uh, that's the know. only thing that's really off-putting. I'm sure if I took the time to learn the mechanics, I would. But yeah, there's so many versions, and then there's like fan versions because like, well, we like the changes in this one and this one, so we combine them to make our own fan version. It's like, well... I'm sure it's one of those things where when you spend enough time doing it, the differences between the versions are so insubstantial that you would know... It's kind of maybe, like... Maybe, but people, like, get pissed off when you say you're playing the version they don't like, so... That's true. There, There's a loyalty <laughs> to it. It's like the difference between college football and the NFL and that you sometimes have rules in one that are different than the other and you just have to, like, make that mental switch. So yeah. I'm sure it's very similar. But... Anywho, let's talk about some video. Some video. Video games. I don't know this word. Gamma, video gamer. Gamma? Is that how you say it? Is that how they say it? I think it's James. Jidia James. Go back. Go away, you heathen. Yeah, oh, let's talk about video games. Um, I guess I can just start real quick. Uh, I have not like played anything. I've been playing you. I, I played some more Madden, and I'm getting tired of Madden because I've like looked into it, and I had like a losing streak of seven games. Um, and I got angry. And I looked it up, and apparently this is just an ongoing problem because people have better players than me. So it becomes very difficult to play against them when I have mediocre uh-huh. players. And then this is where they ask for your money to get new cards, right? Precisely. So, yep, so Madden Ultimate Team, you need to collect cards, and those are player cards, and you use those players that you get from these cards to put on your roster on an American football team. And the thing about it is you start off with a very basic package, 
but over time you accumulate coins from playing more games and then you spend those game those coins on more cards. Yeah. And as with anything of this nature, they have the ability for you to buy more coins with real money. So yeah, I've hit a slog right now where like I can play the game pretty well, but my players are not necessarily 100% up to snuff. I had a seven-game losing streak, and I was having a real rough time getting passes off because, well, I, w- I would get intercepted very frequently. And some of these interceptions did not seem like they made a lot of sense. Oh, like, really? So an interception, quarterback throws, it's caught by the defense, which is the other team, and then it becomes their ball. So it's kind of, it's bad. You don't want it to happen. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm being a little bit more general because I know this is more specific. Um, mm-hmm. So one of the issues I would have is I would call plays that were supposed to counter what the defense was doing, and then a defensive uh a, uh, whether it be a linebacker or a safety, would just come in and just kind of like pick the ball. Like they would be behind my player who is making the catch. They would just zoom up in front of him and catch it and then just start running in the other direction. And it was really it was really weird. Like it didn't make a lot of sense how they were able to react so well. And I think I've looked at some of their rosters and they had really good players. Uh. So, so I have some money in Amazon gift cards I might just like pop $10 into PSN and then just I might like just dish out $5 just to see like what some of the better packs are because are we are we gonna have an episode next week where you're just like I've I've spent $300 on Madden packs guys (laughs) Uh, I was afraid that that might happen I'm not too concerned because the thing about this I'm just really more curious I want to yeah. just get my team up to 80 and just, like, see how it goes. But, yeah, no, the packs are actually pretty expensive. I think you can spend – it's – you have bucks, which is what you actually use to purchase stuff. Yeah. And I believe 100 bucks is a dollar, maybe. And, of course, as you spend more, they start, like, discounting it a bit. But so five bucks will get me, like, $500. And that's enough to get two standard packs – Okay. Or maybe like a standard pack and what would be an elite pack. And I just want to try an elite pack just to see what I get. But yeah, the game, it's very much, it's not 100% pay to win, but having scrubs on your team is not ideal. And the alternative is you can get coins by not playing online, but playing challenges. And these challenges are the most mind-numbingly dull things ever. Like what are what are the challenges like? Like what do you do? Um, you have preseason challenges, which is basically play a real pro team that is like has stupidly low stats, so you can just like run all over them and it's no problem. Hmm. But someone did the math. Someone always does the math, and to <laughs> acquire, I want to say ten thousand coins, which would be enough to get a hundred. Uh, no, that would be enough to get. Hang on. Now I need to do the math. <laughs> to get 100,000 coins, which is enough to get, like, that would be roughly maybe uh, 14 packs, 14 yeah. regular packs, would take about 
I want to say it was in the neighborhood of like ten hours of grinding. Jeez. Like it's 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 stupid. It might even be more than that. Each game takes about like fifteen minutes to complete, and you get a thousand coins. So fifteen times a hundred would be enough to get you where you need to go. So, uh, it was it was it's it's pants on head stupid. So I'm probably gonna pop some money into it, see if I can get a better team. Maybe play it a little bit more, but then after that, I'm pulling out because I just looked into it and it's almost like you not you not yeah unanimous in that just how pay to win this system kind of is. So yep. <laughs> that's a bummer. The payoff isn't worth the time. Um, but yeah, so I just spent some time with that and uh, I've been like looking over some friends' shoulders as they play Dark Souls, and I don't know what spurned this. I think. For some reason, I have a really like nerdy group of friends who all of a sudden one day decided that they wanted to play Dark Souls. <laughs> so they all downloaded it on their computers. The first one or the second one? The first one. Okay. Uh, actually, no, this is how it went. Two people were playing it on their computers. One person was playing the second one on the PS3. So mm. all in the same room. It was just kind of stupid. And we just like talked about shit. Like One guy had not ever actually beaten it, and he hadn't played it in forever. And so we were just, like, dogging him the whole time every time he would screw up because he was really bad at the game. <laughs> so, I don't know. Um, that's really all I've done, though. It's been an uneventful uh, adventure this past week. Well, Joe, I no. played a surprising, a surprising number of games this week, considering that I was also very busy. I was about to say it's surprising you're in the thick of it. Like I'm, I'm, I've been really busy. But last night I was just like, if I don't do something fun, because all week I did nothing fun, I'm literally gonna go insane. So I all I did after classes was play video games. So what were some of these video games you played after classes? So well, first let's talk about what I was playing in between classes during the course of the week. You know, oh boy, yeah, bite, bite-sized experiences. Um. The future. I, play, I played some more Smash Bros. It's still good on, the, right. on the 3DS. I played. I actually started playing Paper Mario Sticker Star, and the thing is, so you know how the in the Paper Mario games, it, I mean, it's an RPG, right? Right. This is not really an RPG. It's it's level based, and it has like a Super Mario like three or Super Mario World uh o- like screen overworld screen where you just select levels and go into one each you know one level at a time and mm-hmm. each level is very much bite sized so i guess they tried to make it bite sized for a handheld but it just seems weird for a paper mario game to be like this i was oh oh i was under un, well of course the stickers play a big role in it right yeah the stick <sighs> honestly um as someone that's played every paper mario the stickers kind of break the combat system for me, but it's still like fun, and that's why I'm still gonna keep playing it because it's fun. But it's not like it's not as good as the other Paper Mario games, in my opinion. This the it, combat, at least. Does it feel a little bit simplified? Because I remember looking at how the stickers functioned, and it seemed like it might not be as well, deep. Not to say that they were deep. To I was begin gonna say with, the games were never deep to begin with. The only difference is is uh before it was like oh. You can literally keep doing your attacks over and over again as long as you have, you know, enough, you know, power points or whatever for certain special attacks. But like your base mm-hmm. attacks, you can do as many times as you want. In this, you just have a storehouse of stickers 
and every move costs a sticker. So if you run out of stickers, you're fucked. Like <laughs> you cannot do anything if you run out of stickers. I've, every every attack costs a sticker. That's a system that I've seen in some other games, and I can't say that I've actually enjoyed any of those RPGs. Like it's just yeah, yeah it's luckily I have stress. not run out of stickers, but like I've gotten close. <laughs> how how do you acquire more stickers? They're they're everywhere. They're just sitting on like the side of a wall, and you pull it off, and you're like, oh, I got a sticker. Or uh, there's there's shops that sell stick shops that sell stickers. Enemies drop stickers. Like there are stickers everywhere. So oh, so, so there's, far, ma- there's many avenues. To there's replenish. many avenues. Um, but I it's gotten close to where like I've had a string of battles back to back to back that have gotten my sticker reserves very low. So I, I could feel like it could happen. It would be gnarly if they had like an intentional gauntlet placed within the game yeah. where the boss ha- bosses had no actual health, but they would die if a certain percentage of your stickers were depleted. So yeah. like, oh, this boss won't die until you're like at the 75% full mark or then you're at the... Oh, you have like less than ten stickers left. Okay, now the boss dies. Less than ten. I don't know how. I've gotten to less than ten. Okay. Okay, so let's say I'm trying to think of how many stickers you can hold. I think it's like four by four pages, and there's three pages. So that's how many. That's how many stickers you can hold. Huh. So not that many in the in the long run. It would be a great way to troll players, though. I would (laughs) totally be the developer who put that in. But yeah, I've only played that. I played like what four or five of the short levels, so they're really easy. Like you can pop in, play level five minutes, and then you're done. So it's good for like in between classes. Um, but what I've been mainly playing uh, in my free time, like, has been desert golfing. So what level are you at right now? I I'm at I'm past hole three fifty, and I honestly haven't noticed anything yet. There's I, the color palette hasn't shifted at all i've not noticed any changes the only thing i notice is that so pretty much every hole so far has just been a plain desert with nothing there one of the holes at around like 310 or something had a cactus and that is the only difference i've noticed so far there was a cactus is this like is this frog fractions too i feel like it has to be at this point i don't know Oh For God. those of you who don't know, Frog Fractions was a game that came out, and it was like it started off seeing, seeming like a standard education game where you yeah. would lick up numbers, and then it went like balls out insane, and pretty soon there were drug references and all kind. It just like it was really funny. It was a yeah. fun time, and recently the developer of Frog Fractions has mentioned that he's releasing the sequel. Well, they he kickstarted it. Or he kickstarted it. He did yeah. a Kickstarter, and the entire description is like, "I'm not going to tell you what Frog Fractions Two is. You have to find it. I will name it something really, you know, random, and you'll have to figure out which one it is. And when the jig is up, like, like as if it's like some like weird drug deal. Once the jig is up, I'll tell everyone what it is. But until yep. then, you got to find it. So we don't even know if the game's done and out yet. Like, just he could be in developing right now, or it could have been out for months, and it's just no one's found it yet." And that's why Desert Golfing is currently making a good run for Canada to see because I don't understand that game. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to keep going, and I don't know. I don't know how far I need to go. Tell me more about this cactus. Was it was it an actual obstacle, or was it just part of the background? 
it was just kind of part of the background. I, I think I, I, I honestly I didn't hit it. Um, it you know it was your p- typical cactus. It uh, had one. It had three uh, arms shooting out of it. It was green. Um, it wasn't that tall. It was maybe uh, an eighth of the screen. Not a very tall cactus. Very tiny t- cactus. Yeah, clearly the desert has not allowed that cactus to grow very very well. It's a demanding place to live that desert i'll miss that cactus <laughs> uh but but really um that game it's as simple as it is and it's kind of just like it is basically a 90s flash game it's still kind of interesting and fun to play it's a good time waster and i in the whole the whole hook that someone keeps saying that there's something's going to change has me every time that i get to a new hole it's just like okay What's different here? There's nothing different. Okay. It's like making me kind of really analyze this a little bit more than I need to. You but just you change know. the contrast of the screen and suddenly Cthulhu's face is like <laughs> in the background. Oh, boy. I wish. No, but... um. Oh, God. Okay. Um, I played through all of DuckTales Remastered this week. And what do you think of the remaster? Well, I reviewed it for the Rose Thorn. You want want to guess how many elephants I gave it? Uh, three. No. Two. No. Two and a half. No. <laughs> you either really hated this game or really liked it. I gave okay. it. A, I gave it four. A I four? thought it was really good. I enjoyed right. it. Good. Um, it's 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 a short game, which is good because like in this day and age, I don't have much time to play, especially with classes. So I was able to play it. Basically, I basically played it in one evening. And then wrote the review, and then it was in the paper the next day, which was really good. Um, it's it's fun. They did a. I, I never played the original Ducktales, but I know that it's widely lauded. Like people love it, and it's made by the guy, uh, made by the Mega Man team originally, and mm-hmm. um, it has really good platforming. They did. It's a great graphical upgrade. Like it looks really cartoony, and it animates well, and um. It plays well. I enjoyed all the boss fights. The only downside, and I'm talking about in my review, and it's not—it's kind of a minor downside, is that they added these cutscenes, and they are so boring. Like they're not fun cutscenes. Luckily, you can skip them, but I just wanted—I just watched them anyway. And I think it's because they got—I think the cutscenes like they emphasized them a little bit too much because they were able to get all the original voice actors from the TV show. And mm-hmm. I think they're like trying to push that, like say, "Look, we got them." But honestly, maybe they needed better writers, better directors, something. It was it's just really plain. Was Especially, there a lack of energy? Perhaps it's definitely a lack of energy. Just like, hey, they're just reading their lines, and th- I mean, they deliver them right. I think it's just that um, in a cartoon, if it was the cartoon, they'd ha- be doing like cuts and like animating the different motions and go and doing different scenes. But since it's just a game and they're just standing there and saying lines, it's just like, Oh, I'm literally watching four ducks talk to each other in one room, not really moving. Yeah. There's no action. Yeah. There's no the action, no action that you would get from like an actual cartoon. Huh? Also, I didn't realize that the guy that plays, um, Scrooge McDuck, he's like 90 now. Like, how is he still no, voice acting? they're all super old. That's like, it's amazing crazy. that they're still around. Yeah. So, so, did this inspire you to maybe, like, give the original NES one a look? I want to. Um, 
The thing is, for, from everything that I've heard, the original NES one controls basically the same. Like, it's almost the exact same game, just in HD. So I feel like it would be an easy transition. Um, I'll, I'll, I mean, I'll definitely play it at some point. It's a cool game. And also, the music's really good. Like, I really enjoy the music. <laughs> no, uh, we just start singing around. <laughs> DuckTales. Okay, um... But the more interesting thing that I played was uh, I finally started Sunset Overdrive. I had bought it a couple weeks ago and just hadn't had time. Awesome. I love this game. I love game. <laughs> okay, I everyone that... Okay, I've been listening to podcasts about this game for a while, and everyone's like, oh, well, it's just... It tries to be cool, but it's not. Or like, oh, it controls... Like, I can't get the gun controls. I don't know what, like, I don't get that at all. Like, I don't understand mm-hmm. these complaints because, like, I never got the feeling from it that it was trying to be cool. From from the very beginning, the thing I was getting was that, like, the, the tone was, this is just dumb. Like, this game is dumb, which is, like, that's what this game is. It's just dumb fun. You're just running around doing stupid shit. And I never got the feeling the feeling that they were trying to be funny. I got the feeling that they were just trying to make a really dumb game, you know? Mm-hmm. So whenever they say something that I guess some people thought, oh, they're trying to be funny, I, I thought I kind of saw it as like they wrote it so bad <laughs> on purpose almost because they know it's stupid. Well, I'm you sure, know? yeah, if like, you would if you were to interpret it that way, it would yeah, because like, it. like it's just, just it's a bunch of dumb fun. Like it's, it, it's ridiculous, and 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 I know a lot of people like mention that like, oh, I can't get the shooting controls. Maybe it's because I've played a lot of Ratchet and Clank, and this is made by Insomniac, but the shooting controls are almost exactly Ratchet and Clank. So I, I transition to it very easily. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, it you know, it's kind of like a soft lock on. Like you aim. But then, like, it locks onto stuff that's in your general direction. Yeah, I remember seeing that. It didn't used to be that way, so I was actually happy that they made that improvement, I yeah. think. I don't, yeah, I don't recall it in early builds, uh, having that soft lock. Yeah, but no, like, it's great. I mean, I'm, I'm having a blast with it. Like, I'm just, I'm grinding over areas, flying, like, so here's the thing, Joe. You know how I was kind of disappointed with Infamous 2, and even with Infamous Second Son, I'm just like, yeah, it's pretty good, but I still think the first Infamous is like my favorite Infamous game. Mm-hmm. And this game made me realize why I really love that first Infamous game. You remember how you could um, ride on the rails with yep. your electricity? Oh, I do remember that. But then in 2, they kind of got rid of that, and then in Second Son, that's nowhere to be seen because you don't have electric powers. Yeah. In this game, you can grind on everything and flo- like you can basically never stop moving, and that is what I love about it. So it's like they took what I loved about Infamous and turned it up to eleven, and I just it's just so much fun. No, like, yeah, it it's is like amazing. Infamous, but the mobility is so much better because even the grinding in Infamous was good, but it was very situational. Yeah, and the, yeah, the first one had a lot of issues with traversal, at least in my opinion. No, so I, I totally of, agree. Super helps to be yeah, able like to basically this... bounce on anything and grind on anything. Exactly, and it f- it fixes so many issues I've had with open world games where it's like, well, I feel like I should be able to do this, but I can't. In this game, it's like. Pretty much, if you want to get to some place, you can get there, and not only get there, but get there stylishly. 
which is amazing to me. Like it's really cool. Yeah, no, it, it and it also it just looks fucking good. Oh, like, yeah. it's colorful, it's nice. Like, technically it's, it's not it's not that impressive, but like just the color palette is so appealing to me. That's gonna be one of the few games that'll probably age well early on. Oh yeah, totally. There's still power to be wrung out of these new consoles, so mm-hmm. I'm willing to wager that somewhere down the road that will maintain itself. Yeah. So I, I played through about half of it last night. I, I think. Like, really? Well, the game's like, I looked it up, the game's around 10 hours, and I played it for like over five hours. So I'm guessing that you didn't bother a lot with some of the side stuff. Right? No, I mean, the side stuff uh, seems kind of interesting. I might go to it after the game's done, but I'm more of, I like to mainline stories most of the time. Yeah. And then do side stuff afterwards. That's just how I play. But I I, I did a few side missions, like... Uh, a lot of the side missions are just challenges like, hey, go through, jump through these rings and try to get to these areas or do this uh, like base protection challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, they seem fine. Like it's nothing like super amazing, but like, you know, it, it's typical open world side missions, to, at least in my opinion. Um and the story is kind of like batshit and crazy. I don't know. It's just it's zany, and I love zany games. I maybe I'm just an Insomniac kind of uh, fanboy, but I've always loved Insomniac. And honestly, I bought an Xbox One just for this game. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when they announced that Insomniac was going to be developing games for Xbox One instead of PlayStation, I was like, God damn it! That means I ha- I'm going to have to buy an Xbox and a PlayStation, not just one or the other, because I love Insomniac so much. And it's it's such a it's such a uh, change from what they did with Fuse. Which God, I hated Fuse. I tried so hard to play that game. I tried so hard to like that game. I can't even I, recall Fuse. Can you could try to refresh me on Fuse? It, okay, so it's a long and story thing, but when they originally announced it, it looked awesome. Like, they had a pre-rendered cutscene that they were kind of toting out at E3, and it looked a lot like Sunset Overdrive. But EA was their publisher, and EA made them redesign the entire game. And when it came out, it was so, like, generic, third-person, just, like, meathead shooter, and it was just so boring. Like the whole point originally was like you're it's like a co-op game with four players and each of you has a different um different abilities and you work together and it was going to be kind of zany kind of like um it was almost like the incredibles where like each of you like the incredibles the movie like it had kind of like that art style and the kind of like oh we're going to come together and work as heroes to to fight this enemy Mm-hmm. But in the end game, like when they finally released it, they all of that zaniness and all that fun was kind of taken out of it, and they had a completely different art style that was more realistic. Because I'm gonna guess that EA probably did like some market research and said, "Hey, look, uh, this Call of Duty game does really good, and it's super realistic. We got to take all this fun out." It was just, it was excruciating to play. Like it just didn't. It was no fun. There was no fun to that game. And then it seems like Sunset Overdrive, Insomniac was like, "Yeah." by EA, let's go to Microsoft, and Microsoft was just like, yeah, do whatever you want. And then they actually got to make the game that they wanted to make. I feel like this is what Fuse was going to be, and then they were just like, fuck, we can't do this. And then they made Sunset Overdrive. I'm willing just, to bet that some of it also had to do with some marketing as well. Well, I mean, with at least with the success, but... Okay, yeah, because I, I try not to live under a rock, but I'm looking at Fuse, and I have like... 
I feel almost like they may have just let that out to die. Because well, I have I no idea what that is, but Sunset Overdrive, they've just been slamming it in everyone's face. Microsoft has. EA, I feel, doesn't give a lot of is, good that's, treatment. That's what the, EA that's what EA does. So the thing with Fuse not tried and true, yeah, yeah. EA does not well, do a good originally, job marketing it. So Fuse was originally like was originally kind of zany, like Sunset Overdrive, but then they delayed it for a year and then they re revealed it, and when they re revealed it, they had gotten rid of all the zaniness. So it mm-hmm. just seems like it was EA coming in and saying, hey, you've got one year to change this and make it fit into like an EA template. And it's like, uh, what are you doing? <laughs> Why do you do this to Insomniac? But I'm, I'm glad that they found a home with Microsoft. And it seems like Microsoft is just letting them do whatever crazy shit they want to do. And that makes me happy. Because when Insomniac gets to do crazy shit, that's when they really shine. Right. Yeah, you need that variety, and then that Insomniac often brings to the gaming market. Mm-hmm. All right. So, uh, any other exploits? Yeah, one more thing. Uh, well, okay. Well, this is kind of a side thing. Mm-hmm. Before I get before I get to my one more thing, I have a side thing. So this was the first time. Well, not, this was the first time I really started messing around with my Xbox One like features. So. Xbox One has game DVR, just like how PS4 has the share play. Or not share play, but like sharing the videos. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, so this is constantly recording. And something really cool happened in Sunset Overdrive where I was like blowing up shit on a train. I was like, okay, let's rec- let's let's trim this and see if I can upload it to YouTube or something. That'd be pretty cool. Like the first, this would be the first thing I've ever shared because on, um, on PS4 I sh- I've shared quite a few things. So... You know how on PS4 it's really easy. You just uh, either log into Facebook or YouTube, and you can just upload it to either one of those those uh, systems, right? Mm-hmm. So here's my complaint with Xbox, uh, the Xbox implementation. There's no way to upload to anything directly, um, besides Twitch. But Twitch is only streaming, so you'd have to have had it running the entire time, versus a lot of times I'm not streaming. I just want to get the last like two minutes of what I did and kind of make a quick video out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, the only way you can get a video off is you have it linked to your OneDrive account and you clip it and then you upload it to OneDrive. And then from there you can do whatever you want with it. Like you can download it and put it on YouTube on like your PC or something, which to me, it's just like, why can't I just upload it to YouTube directly? Like, why do I have to go through OneDrive? It was but kind of annoying. That is and an interesting thing. Yeah. It just seems like, that feature should be there maybe, but I, I, I uploaded it to OneDrive. It, it had really good quality. I liked the quality of the recording that I got, and I put it on YouTube just to, just to test it out, and I don't can, know. Can you it, access the OneDrive outside of the Xbox One, perhaps? Is that a thing? Can you, like, Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, and... no, no, no. So that's the thing. I can't upload it from the... I cannot upload this to YouTube from my Xbox One. Right. I had to upload it to OneDrive... And then I had to go on my PC, go to OneDrive, download it, then re-upload it to YouTube. Oh, what? Yes. You cannot upload to YouTube from the Xbox One. But, so you have to go on, what? I had to go on my PC, download it from, from my drive, and then re-upload it to YouTube on my PC. And, and I thought, well, maybe I'm doing this wrong. And I looked. No, what? This feature has not been implemented. It's on PS4, but not on Xbox One. Oh. It's kind of a little bit disappointing. You can share the clips on the Xbox One platform with your friends on OneDrive. Mm-hmm. But if you want to put it on YouTube, 
you have to download it from OneDrive and then re-upload it on YouTube from your PC. I, is there any intention of them to, at some point, put out direct uploads? I don't know. I really hope they do. That's insane. I, I would have never have guessed that, honestly. Yeah. I mean, I mean, up until recently, you couldn't do it on PS4 either. You can only upload it to Facebook. But as of, like, what, three months ago, you can upload it to YouTube as well. So, but even Facebook is a better, like, you it's know. better than OneDrive, right? <laughs> well, it's better than OneDrive. Well, what? So the only thing you can do on your local Xbox One is share it with other, like, Xbox, Xbox One u- users? Yeah, other Xbox users. See, at least with the upload to Facebook or twi- Twitter, you could at least, like, show people show your who, friends. Might, yeah, who yeah. might not have one, you know. So, hmm. That's that's insane. Wow. It's a little. That's a gross oversight. It's a little disappointing. I, I don't think it's an oversight. I just think. I mean, the Xbox One came in incredibly hot. I think they're st- I think they're going to add it eventually, but you know, the OS was not finished when they released it, and they're slowly adding more and more stuff as time goes on. Yeah, it and it might also be like they might also have some greater ambitions with this like one drive. I mean, well, here's the well, thing. I mean, Microsoft, of course, Microsoft wants OneDrive to be the thing but the thing is no one really uses OneDrive. Well I mean the thing in that I'm sure like if they ever hope to expand uh, into other like I mean of course it's really early on so this might not even matter seven years down the road but if you have a new console or even if they somehow I don't know started to try try again with PC integration I don't know. I don't necessarily know what their ambitions are, though. So anything with OneDrive or the Xbox? Like you know, you have this OneDrive. Yeah. Well, I mean, with, yeah. Well, OneDrive is like, built into like every Microsoft thing. Like even my right. Windows Phone had had OneDrive on it. Does oh, and you okay? Yeah. All right. So that that is their intent then. Yeah. Okay, Joe. It's not called OneDrive because it's Xbox yeah, One. Yeah. It was already was called confused. OneDrive before the Xbox One was even announced. Okay. This all okay. This all makes a lot more sense now. Yeah. Okay, the OneDrive is just Microsoft's cloud storage. Like it, it's used on everything that's Microsoft. Okay. Uh. Yeah. That's that's uh that's gnarly that there isn't a direct upload. Yeah. Like I thought I was going crazy, but I searched it on Google and it's just like, no, this is how you do it, dude. And I was like, really, really? <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I'll try it out. Okay. So but, so then from there, uh, is that was that the small thing? That was a side thing. Now, there was one more thing. Um, This weekend, the entire Saints Row series is free on Steam. So I downloaded Saints Row 4 and started playing it. Mm-hmm. Dude. Dude, that first hour of that game is amazing. Oh, um, my God. Is it, It's still all free, right? It's still free. It's free until, like, Sunday at 4 or something. Oh, it's free. Okay, it's their... Uh free thingy thingy thing that yeah. they do. Okay. So, because I've played Saints Row 3, and now I'm just like, dude, Saints Row 3, the first few hours are, like, really boring, and it doesn't pick up until later. I don't know. I think it has some... I mean, it, yeah, it doesn't the, get The wacky. introductory, like, the introductory scene is fun, but then there's, like, a couple hours just, like, there's not... You're just learning things, just like, this is how you do this. This is how you do that. Well, what Saints about when 4, you parachute onto the giant that's like it's uh, like three hours of, in dude yeah it's it's Saints Row it, wait, 4? That, no you have to get a you have to establish a uh a uh 
what fuck what is it safe house that's not three hours in that comes a little sooner than that it's a couple hours in okay. like saints row 4 from minute one is doing create batshit crazy stuff it's uh, well that I, I, that i it's probably awesome. do agree i agree with that at least. it is awesome like for well first off you're just like in this awesome this crazy mission that's going on and then you well i don't want to spoil it but just crazy shit happens i think everyone knows you're the president I made mm-hmm. my character be a female president, but with Nolan North voice. That's great. It's so good. <laughs> it's fantastic. Oh, God. Just the entire setup of that game, I don't want to spoil it because it's still pretty new and it's coming to next-gen consoles, but I don't know. I really... it Basically, because obviously I'm not going to have enough time to play this all in one weekend, it basically sold me on the PS4 version when it comes out. Like, I'm going to get it. <laughs> it just is so cool. Man, yeah, they're they're making hmm. Yeah, there's PS4 and Xbox One versions. There's so many new versions of older games, and honestly, I'm not even that upset by it. I'm, I'm not upset by it either. This. A lot of people are. I'm just like, dude, like they just don't buy it. Yeah, like no one's making you play the game again. I think that's a fair excuse. Yeah. So, all right, man. I I'm probably gonna I'm gonna need to do Saints Row the Fourth at some point. I kind of oh. have been putting it off just because it seemed you know it originally was an expansion to yeah. full game. Well, dude, that, like that kind of soured me on it a bit. But I'm gonna be honest with you. Like, sure, it was supposed to be an expansion, but it basically took everything from three that was great, kept it, and then got rid of all the three bullshit. Like, they streamlined it down to just the purest, awesome parts of three, and got rid of the parts that, you did, that people didn't like. All right. So, it's cool. I played a couple hours of that. Excellent. Um, but yeah, that's that's that everything I've been playing. All right. Wow, we're making fucking good time on this. Yeah. Um. So I guess we can talk about some news for a little bit. There are some announcements, and dude, a lot of announcements this week. Yeah, I I mean we we can start with the biggest one, and we won't talk about. I know. Joe, Joe, what's the biggest one? Um, GTA getting delayed for about what two and a half months, two months. I think it's like exactly two months. Yep. So they had been eerily quiet on the whole dealio, and so as a result, people were getting antsy and suspicious. And sure enough, in typical Rockstar fashion, they delayed a PC port of a GTA game. Who would have thunk it? Um. It'll yeah. be out. It'll come out. Yeah, it'll. It they, they always come out. Like I, it's not a question of like if it comes out. It's yeah. when. And honestly, like hopefully it'll be a good port. Um, especially given the fact that the next gen console versions were so good. And I'm, I'm I'm really I'm convinced that it's gonna be good. Like it, there's if it's bad, like that would be. That would be remarkable because everything is like pointing towards it being good. You know. Yeah, but it is actually rather interesting, though, that it's like not only was it delayed so long to begin with and released in January of all times to release a game, <laughs> but that they also have since delayed it two months. Like, I, it makes me really curious what is, what has happened that would make that uh, well, the case, especially you, given that you don't need to rely so heavily on physical distribution like yeah. you used to. It's It must be just bug fixes because, I mean, we're both been in development environments like you can't make meaningful changes in two months yeah. like it's got to be just testing or something oh fuck the box art lady has 
Six fingers. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> no, they wouldn't recall it because of that. Though there have been ladies on those boxes with six fingers, and that was always a Oh, really? Fun. It was... I believe it was San Andreas, the one with the popsicle. You know that one, who's who, oh. or, or the who like is leaning over and has the tattoo on her breast. I believe. I Wait, think. I l- did they change it, or is that just? I how thought it is? she had six fingers. Okay, I got. Oh, damn it! I need high res San Andreas artwork. You, uh, Google. Yep. So yeah, it's a fun fact. There was a oversight so that was pretty funny but i don't think they would recall this game for that and kyle is going to have some uh, choice words to say about this news i decided to get it out just because it actually happened like the day after we recorded the last podcast so Uh, we're going to address it now but kyle can mm -hmm. go ahead and give his two cents and anger about it i mean kyle i mean uh we had a text message conversation earlier and kyle was complaining about it but i was just like man it's just kind of par for the course as far as Rockstar and PC games go. I yeah, mean, I, it's still a disappointment, I, though. You it's, know. it's disappointing, but honestly, when they announced it, I wasn't surprised. Yeah. I wasn't like, really? I was like, oh, yeah, well, okay. <laughs> okay, the Six Fingers was for uh, four artwork, and it was the one with the lollipop. Okay, let me see. Six. Just search Six Fingers GTA. Okay, I will uh, get that. Everyone at home, follow along. Find your nearest internet browser and Google search Six Fingers and GTA, and it'll pop up, and it's pretty funny because it's actually kind of gross when you look at it. How how did the, how do you mess that up? It's uh, a good question. They, they weren't sure how she was going to hold the sucker. <laughs> so God damn it. <laughs> It's pretty good, though. I'm just going to be honest, like... We paid these people money. Well, not even that, just like... Just how? When I, was a, I mean, when I was a kid, like, that was like an attractive thing to me, and now I'm just like, ew, I'm disgusted I'm by the fact... I'm she's a freak. I, I may have had dreams about this woman, <laughs> and she had six fingers this whole time. That's gross. She's not <laughs> real. <laughs> Okay. So that's that. So uh other announcements. Um you want to field it? I've okay, well we do you want to start with the big stuff or let's go to the stuff or do we want to go to the stuff that it's more smaller stuff but stuff that I care about? Honestly, I'm scrambling cuz I have nothing in front of me. So we can start big and we can move on to small. Okay, the Might biggest well. I mean the biggest announcements that happened this week were Nintendo because Nintendo had a Nintendo Direct. Oh yeah, that's true. And they announced quite a bit, quite a few things. Um, the biggest of which, well, the biggest as far as like, um, like bottom line for Nintendo, new 3DS coming in February for two hundred dollars. Um, which which is in line with what it should be priced, I guess, because that's the same price as the the 3DS XL right now. The thing mm-hmm. is, it's going to be the new 3DS XL. There will not be a new regular 3DS, unlike every other territory. We're the only territory that does not get a new regular 3DS. What are you trying to say, Japan? What are you trying to insinuate? Yeah. What are you getting seems, at, you So racist? it seems odd to me because, Joe, do you know the big hook about the the new, the regular new 3DS in the other territories? Uh, oh, wait, there's, is there a special, like, edition of something... It's not a special edition, but there are are uh, interchangeable faceplates. 
Yeah, okay. Well, stuff to make it look pretty. Yeah, so like Nintendo said, oh, well, we feel like the 3DS XL will just do better in America. And we're just like, and I'm just like, but what about that faceplate market, Nintendo? You could sell like seven faceplates to people. That That's that's a market. <laughs> like, I don't know. It just seems really odd to me. Especially like, what about kids? Like, I have big hands because I'm a basically an adult. But if you're a kid, like the 3DS XL is too big for your hands. They're, for me, well, and they don't intend to release faceplates at all? There's the, the XL does not have faceplate support. Only mm. the regular one did. Yeah, I don't know. It is actually interesting. I wonder if... See, I don't know. I don't understand. Yeah. I don't understand. Like, it's, with, like, like every Nintendo announcement, there's like... You gotta take the good with the crazy Japanese that doesn't make any sense. There's always... Pretty much every time, every time they have a Nintendo Direct... There's like a bunch of stuff that they announce. You're like, okay, that's awesome. And then there's a bunch of stuff they announce, and you're just like, what the fuck were they thinking? <laughs> you know, it's uh, it's kind of crazy. Sometimes you gotta wonder if there's ever a person like, like you know, you have a company who's like, you have a group of executives, and they're like, well, we're a toy company. We have to release a plurality of products. We can't release the same thing year yeah. in year out. And it's like, yes, that's fair. But if do you ever wonder if there's a dude there? Like, just a regular dude who's like, hey, guys, like, we can't keep going back to the drawing board every week and making <laughs> new stuff. And they're like, oh, fuck, you're right. Well, I guess we're going to just have to, like, make enough to satisfy these two markets and the other market is, is going to get shafted. Like, I don't Maybe. There's a lot of if, saturation if that, if with Nintendo case, products. If it's like a they can't make enough of them, like they can't produce... Um, then they need to figure out their like production pipeline because it's been an issue for a lot of things now. Like the amiibos, they can't make enough of them. Uh, if it's the 3DS that they're having trouble making, then th- that that's a problem. They've had trouble making the new Majora's Mask bundles. Like they they sold out within minutes. That's probably not good for the bottom line as far as s- selling a lot of them and making money. Um, they can't make enough of um, what is it? There were the GC the, adapters. Yeah, the, the the adapters. They can't make enough of those. Like, what is up with their pipeline? Like, do they have like are they? Is this like a thing that where they can't afford to make them, or is just their production pipeline just really inefficient right I, now? I think it's it's kind of it's a two headed beast in that you have two big issues. One, they're trying to be a toy company. So think of all the toy companies that you know. They're usually making much cheaper products because they don't involve electronics. They appeal to wider audiences. You have toy companies that make shit for people who like cars, who like action figures, who like dolls. You have all this plurality. And then, you know, it's... Compare that with Nintendo, who's... They're they're a toy company. They try to be. They have the Amiibos. They have all these different peripherals that are fun to play with. But guess what? They're fucking expensive. Also, they're a niche. Like... But I'm, I'm not not to rag yeah. on the Wii U, but not a lot of people own a Wii U. They don't have a huge supply yeah. of income. So once you like are done with one item, you have to move on to the next. And I can only imagine that's, how many different things they're producing in addition to the new 3DS. That's true. That's true for like their hardware, but like things like the Amiibos, like yeah, for what they are, they're expensive. But in the realm of toys, they're not that expensive because there are toys that are like you know pretty expensive, like fifty dollars. But when I go to the store, I see tons of Skylanders, 
I see tons of Disney Infinity and a variety of them too. I see like every single one that you can buy. The the amiibos you see like Mario and Zelda and Link and Luigi and Peach and that's it. You don't see like the ones that you actually want. So it just seems like they just aren't. It just seems like everyone else has figured this out, but Nintendo. It's just the question of are they making enough overhead on what they're selling? that will allow them to expand their pipeline because, you know, the overhead on toys, I can imagine, is relatively high just because of how cheap it is. But again, aside from the the Amiibos, many of their other products are much more expensive. And they're not selling what I would say would be enough of them to make significant amounts of... It's not like the iPhone where you release an iPhone and it's like the same thing all year and you have Mm -hmm. nothing else. They clutter their market with so... They're so diverse in all the different things that they're selling that I feel like it can be problematic for a pipeline because then your margins are down. Yeah. And this has been economics with Joe Boda and Peter. Mm -hmm. Holy shit. I, I think that as far as like their consoles go, yeah, they probably shouldn't expand their pipeline. They shouldn't make more 3DSs or 3DS XLs or whatever. But as far as the Amiibos go, they announced their Amiibo numbers, and they're remarkable. They're like they're selling millions and millions of these. Like I think they said they sold so they sold um, one and a half million copies of Super Smash Bros. on Wii U, mm-hmm. and they they're saying that that the Amiibo the Amiibo sales are far outpacing Smash Bros. sales. So, but they haven't said like an exact number. So that means that they've sold at least one and a half million Amiibos. And, and saying far outpaced makes me believe that they're selling like two million Amiibos. So if they're selling that many, like they need to expand their production. They need to make more of these things because anyone, ask me, like I'm a guy that's buying these, ask anyone that's trying to find these, they are hard to find. You can't mm-hmm. find them. People want to buy them and they can't. So they need to figure something out. And it's not like they're going to stop making these Amiibos. They already announced way... During the Nintendo Direct, they announced more Amiibos. I hope that they can actually make these ones this time. So... I wonder how long it will be until they just start making Amiibos that don't have the NFC chip inside of them. And it's just like, here's just a figure. Because guess what? Most of you are not like... Well, then it wouldn't be an Amiibo. Nintendo still makes figures that just aren't... They aren't called Amiibos. Yeah, it wouldn't be an Amiibo, but... Yeah, like, the Majora's Mask bundle comes with a Majora's Mask figure, but it's not an Amiibo. Okay. Being in the line of Amiibos means it has NFC. So, yeah, certainly that's the implication. You're just going to confuse more people. If exactly. You call it okay. You're just going to confuse yep, even more people when you've already confused everyone. Like, okay, think about this, Joe. Think yes. about a parent that goes into the store to buy their kid a new 3DS. They go mm. to the they go to the they go to the uh you know the game section. They see, "Oh. So there's a 2DS, there's a 3DS, and then there's a new 3DS. But all of the 3DS games work on the 2DS, but not the new 3DS games, which only work on the new 3DS, but not the regular 3DS." <laughs> I wonder if, uh, at this point, also, I feel like the new 3DS would have to round out their 3DS line just because what do you call something after the new 3DS? The I don't newer know. The 3DS? But, Please, no. Don't but do that. The new, but the new 3DS... So the new, so, but the 2DS can play new Super Mario Brothers, 
But also, the 3DS can play it, and the new 3DS can play New Super Mario Brothers. Mm-hmm. The naming is so confusing. That's uh, Nintendo, the kings of leaving money on the table. So, that's cool. But um, there have been some complaints about the new 3DS. Oh, already? Yeah, a, a lot of um, outlets have them for review right now. And... Um, mm-hmm. The new 3DS does not come with a charger. You have to buy a charger separately. That's insane. If that's stupid. so, if you Holy are a new shit. user, if you are someone that has never owned a 3DS before, they are punishing new customers by not including a charger. I... So they say, "Oh, it's two hundred dollars." Really, it's two hundred and ten dollars because the charger is ten dollars. So that's kind of lousy. And um, so you know, Joe, how the 3DS has expandable memory. Like, you can uh, change the SD card, swap it out. Yeah. It's just a little flap on the side, right? Right. The new 3DS XL does not have a flap. (sighs) But it is expandable. You know how you put the new memory in, Joe? You unscrew it, don't you? You have to open the system. You have to open it. You have to unscrew it and pop the bottom off. I I can't even like, like what they had this figured out and they like changed it to be worse. Like I don't understand why they're regressing in their design. I <laughs> that that's almost that makes me almost feel like they are going to release a new iteration of this at some point. You, There's yeah, no way like, you can do that. Like, the new new that. the new new 3ds that's XL. The, oh, the new U. The new, the new U, U. 3ds. <laughs> it just seems like. Uh, I, how can you screw that up? Like, that's such basic, you know? Like, I don't understand. But from all accounts, besides those issues, it's a great system. Like, it fixes all the problems with the original 3DS yeah. as far as the 3D. And it has even better battery life. Which um, is good, because I, I feel like my battery life is not as much as I want it to be. Exactly. So, for all accounts, it's a better system, but it just has a few odd design quirks that you just kind of think Nintendo you've been making consoles for decades how did you miss this <laughs> like yeah it's a gross design oversight like I want to yeah. be I want to have want to be a fly on the wall in those meetings and like <laughs> listen to them like sure there's no fucking way that that got so far into production and not had someone yeah. question that and Ultimately, I wouldn't be surprised if it just came down to a, well, we couldn't like get the components to work the way we wanted them to, so maybe we had I'm, to settle on this. Like That's, that's kind of crazy, that, but, but maybe... But that's the only way. That's like the only yeah. idea I can think of, you know, so... I, I think it'd be fun to watch a Nintendo meeting, especially if it was... Like, obviously, these meetings are mainly done in Japan, so you'd be listening to a bunch of Japanese guys, like, argue about shit. Well, that that would also be fun. Yeah, just like you would see the sin- the sinister side of Miyamoto and Hidawada. <laughs> like seriously, oh, I guarantee you, uh, behind closed doors, those guys are, are probably assholes. Pr- not assholes, but they're, they're probably like pretty Steve cut- Jobs. They're probably pretty cutthroat. Probably, they're, yeah. So, well, uh, uh, what else? Anything? There's okay. So, uh, roping in some more Nintendo stuff. Um, they announced a new Fire Emblem game coming to the 3DS. Um, All right. Uh, Still no new, word on Advance Wars, but okay. They're 
probably not coming, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, Makes me sad, too, because I don't really care about Fire Emblem. And Advance Wars is just, I don't know, it's cooler to me. It's cooler to me. Um, Mm -hmm. New Amiibos are coming. New Amiibos. Not, Not just... Okay, so up till now, all of the Amiibos have been based off of Smash Brothers, mm-hmm. and they're still going to be making more new Smash Brothers Amiibos. There's like, um, I can't remember exactly what's coming in the next batch, but it, you know, more Smash Bros. characters, they're coming. Mm-hmm. Um, they're also making a second line of Amiibo that will work, well, they work, obviously all the Amiibos work the same way, but these ones are specifically made to be used in Mario Party, the new Mario Party game. Mm-hmm. It's the Mario line of Amiibos, and yep. they have a different base, like a different colored base, and they have different poses. They're just retreads of the old Amiibos, just with different poses. So there's going to be a Mario, a Luigi, a Peach, a Yoshi, a Bowser, and Toad is the one that's unique. But the rest of them, functionality-wise, are the same as the Smash Bros. ones, mm-hmm. just in different poses. So like instead of Mario holding a fireball, it's Mario like you know, holding his hand up like, I'm Mario, and like Luigi kind of waving, and Toad waving, and Yoshi kind of standing. And the Bowser one looks almost exactly like the other Bowser one, just slightly happier. Like, it's kind of weird. But they, least, they are functionally the same. Like, you can use they're, these they're, same, they're the same guys for Smash Bros. as it's you all can with Mario It's, it's aesthetic. Mario it's yep. all aesthetic. Mm-hmm. But it just seems weird to me that they'd make a second line when the first line is still being released. It seems like some parents might get confused eh. when their kid says, I want a Mario Amiibo, and they go, and there's two different Mario Amiibos. And then what if the kid wanted the Smash one, and the parent bought the, the Mario Party one, and the eh. kid's going to like be like, you got me the wrong one, that's, and the parent will be like, That's just toys uh. in general, though. You know, there's like, for instance, Batman. I want a Batman figure. There's so many different variations <laughs> of Batman. Like, it's... I know. It's, it's just I, N- Nintendo always prides themselves in being like the family friendly company, but more and more so they're becoming less and less friendly to like consumers because they're just, they have weird, you know, messaging. But yeah, they're amiibos and I'm going to buy them because that's what I and do. And I think it is kind of all right. The second line has some redundancy because again, there was the question of, well, what happens when your lineup of amiibos becomes so large does yeah. every game with amiibo support have to take into account every single character? Well, so having you this... men- oh. so you mentioned that they released a chart. Really? A very large chart that tells you exactly which amiibos work work in which games. Mm. And I'm just going to be honest like it's a clusterfuck. Like it's if okay, I'm a hardcore gamer and I look at this chart and I'm just like befuddled by it if a parent has to look at this chart like just to buy a toy it's like to me every amiibo should at least have some sort of generic um implementation in each game you know like oh well it's not the amiibo we're looking for but here take this bonus because it's a random amiibo yeah there but that's not how it is like uh the toad treasure tracker game only works with toad any other amiibo will just be ignored um, See, that's silly. So, like, I'm all right with... Here's... At this point, you shouldn't... I don't necessarily feel like anyone should be obligated to buy Amiibos for one pers- specific perk. I yeah. think you should just get the Amiibo because you think it looks cool, 
And exactly. then it's just a surprise when you get something. Sometimes exactly. it's a shitty surprise. Sometimes <laughs> it's great, you know, like, and I think, and I'm totally okay with that as a design idea. But the fact that there's no generic implementation is a really, is a real fucking bummer. Yeah, it, it's, it's a bummer. I, I also believe it's a bummer because like, so yeah, for Toad Treasure, Treasure Tracker, if you have the Toad Amiibo, you unlock... Uh, you unlock a bunch of bonus stuff. I can't remember what it is. Um, I think like bonus challenges for each level or something. But any other amiibo will not work. They're, like the chart is really confusing because there are some games. Th- there's no game that supports every amiibo. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of games that support most of them. But there's some where it's like, well, we support all but one. It's like, well, you couldn't just put that one. Like, if you're gonna go all like most of the way, like, so it, it it's it's really confusing. Um, especially when we now they showed Mario Party 10, and Mario Party 10 will use nine of the amiibos. And this is where it gets really interesting. So the nine that they picked, you think, okay, maybe that's the cast of the Mario of Mario Party that's in that game, right? You would think. No, it's not. It's nine of the however many that are in the game that are also amiibos. Like, Rosalina is playable in the game, not a supported amiibo. Not yet. Oh, wait. Oh, I'm sorry. She's not a supported amiibo, but she's in the game. No, she's an amiibo, but she's not supported in the game. She's not one of the nine that are supported. But she is in Mario Party. She is in Mario Party 10. That's bizarre. But not a supported amiibo. It just it just seems so weird. But um, you know, it's kind of par for the course, I guess. But yeah, Mario Party Ten, it's gonna be kind of like Smash, where you can save data for Mario Party Ten on the amiibo. Mm-hmm. So this is where the technical limitations of how Nintendo implemented the amiibos comes in. You can only save data for one game at a time. If you have a Smash Bros. Amiibo that you've been playing with and you try to use it in Mario Party, you will have to erase your Smash Bros. data. Yep. I feel like they could have... Okay, even if it's like, okay, well, maybe they can only store one. Okay. Maybe have, like, a tool that on the Wii where you can back them up so you can re-image your Smash Bros. stuff when you want to go back to playing Smash Bros. Mm-hmm. Or, or same with, like, any Mario Party data, like, when you're swapping back and forth. It just seems really annoying to me. Um, but I think that what they're trying to do is make you buy multiple. That's why they have this other line. Well, of course, they're they want you to, to, make bu- you to buy They multiple. want you to buy two Marios and two Luigis. Are they, they going to keep doing this once there's like four games to support? I got to have four Marios? Like, <sighs> I mean, probably. It's like anything. It's just, it's not, it's not good, but. It, I it, really, it, it's like I really cards. wish they had like some sort of backup, like. Amiibo backup, like that could be like a tool, that could be like a channel on the Wii U. I mean, that this you is no different than Animal. Well, I mean, it's okay. It's a little bit different because this is a different circumstance. But like Animal Crossing took up an entire Nintendo standard size memory card yeah. once upon a time. Of but that course, was like it, a technical limitation, and they though. and it came with a memory card as well. Exactly. So that kind exactly. of nullifies that a bit, but it's in the same vein of thinking. So, yeah, no, like it's, I don't know. Fortunately, I'm not, like, even if I did have a Wii U and cared about this kind of thing, like, I'm trying to imagine what the perks would be of loading data from Mario Party onto an Amiibo. 
Honestly, I have no idea. They haven't really said. It's kind of like the Smash Bros. thing. No one knew until the game came out. So we're just going to have to see where that goes. But yeah, that's the Nintendo news. There was other news, like they announced uh, a, a Donkey Kong, Mario vs. Donkey Kong game. They announced like a bunch of Mario stuff. They announced uh, some free-to-play games. Kind of crazy that Nintendo's getting into free-to-play. Yeah. Um, but those were like minor stuff compared to the things that we just talked about. All right. And, okay, so this is kind of news, but also just kind of like, what? okay, so... Microsoft dropped the price of the Xbox One again. So now it's permanently sitting at... Uh, no. No. They say that it's temporary. But to me, you can't just keep saying it's temporary. It, like, it just seems like they w- want to drop it because they know they'll get sales, but they don't want to feel like... They, want, they, they don't want to have the big news story that, oh, less than a year later, they're dropping the price. They don't want to have that news story, so they keep saying it's temporary to kind of lessen the media blow of it, they, you know? They screwed the pooch on that one. They gave everyone a taste, and now yeah. we all, unsurprisingly, want more. And exactly. now they have to deal with the fact that they can't necessarily sustain it. So. You can't raise the pr- Yeah, like, and to those people that bought Xboxes in the, in, the, in the first two weeks of January when the price was raised... I feel sorry for you guys because you paid $50 more than everyone else that bought it. I don't. Who the fuck is buying an Xbox One in the first two weeks of January? Like, I don't know. What are you doing? What are you, you <laughs> The entire holiday was cheaper, and now that the holidays are over, you've decided to buy one? Like, yeah. what, I mean, what so, happened over you know, the holidays? That You know someone had to buy one because, you know, they sell a certain number each week. But, yeah, like... Uh, those guys crazy guys so yeah it's they say it's temporary but honestly like i would not be surprised if come e3 they're just like yeah this is the price now because they just can't compete at 400 dollars. 350 is the price point for them it just seems like that's the price that it should be you know i mean that's the only way that they can stay competitive sales wise exactly um so now we're getting down to the stuff that is not big news, but, like, stuff that I care about. All right. We can uh, hit these points. You got to hit them. Oh, actually, okay, here's one that you're going to care about, too. Oh, excellent. So Hotline Miami 2 is coming. Um, I I really liked Hotline Miami 1. I think you said you liked it. I I enjoyed it. Yeah. So it is not going to be released in Australia. It has been refused classification and banned in Australia. Yep. That's what I heard. The guy that made it said, hey, well, if you live in Australia, just pirate it. <laughs> <laughs> just, I don't care. Just play it. Like, <laughs> that makes me happy. That, that kind of stuff makes me happy. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, that's, that's why it's, that's why one of the benefits of being indie is you can exactly. just say shit like that. Exactly. Um, so now we're getting into the stuff that I care about and you probably don't care about. Oh, I'll listen. So, 505 Games... Acquired Brothers, yes, the one of the greatest games of all time, Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons IP, for $500,000. So, $500,000? I didn't know the IP would be so cheap. I mean, I, I could have taken out a loan and gotten that game IP, and then I could have made Brothers 2, the brothers are back, blah, blah, blah. Like, the electric bugaloo, brother Yeah. 
So the, it's kind of it, like, honestly, the numbers and like who bought them isn't that like um, interesting to me. More so that they got, like the IP got bought, which to me says they're going to make another one. I don't know if you can necessarily make a sequel to Brothers. That's the thing. That's the thing. I didn't ever think of it as a sequel. I never thought of it as they're going to make more of these. So that's why it's really weird that someone bought the IP because why else would you buy the IP unless you're going to make another one? And I think one thing personally is what made Brothers, I'm using like air quotes here, a good game Yeah, was not Well, it the was game. a good game. No, fuck you. It was not the gameplay. It was what the experience. The game, it was the experience. and it Which was, was the gameplay. <clears throat> It was a gameplay It, it was experience. how they told the story through their gameplay. Exactly. That's, and they yep. did it at a very specific, in a very specific way that had very specific implications, and you cannot recreate that. I mean, you can literally recreate that, but you cannot <laughs> yeah. re- recreate like how one felt when they played no. that sequence. Like, I feel like they could make a game in the style of Brothers, like a spiritual successor, but I don't feel like they can make a sequel to Brothers, you know? Right. I mean, any, but even if you did it in, like, parallel universe story, like, this has no connection with the original characters, even if you did it in that way, though, again, the hook of Brothers was that emotional experience. Yeah. And so, like, it, uh, you know, you just, you can't do that same one. You're going to have to do something different. And at that point, is it even Brothers anymore? Like that's mm-hmm. that's where the issue was. Yeah. But now, okay, now we're getting into the things that I'm really into. I you've slowly gone up a scale of like things that I'm kind of okay with, and now we're getting to like the things that I'm like, yeah. This just in: Peter is just kind of okay with brothers. No, I love brothers. That was higher up on the scale. Oh, so now it's all downhill from here. No, this is well, maybe, maybe. <laughs> downhill for basically everyone else um so last last week was the first time that they released rock band dlc in like two years or whatever yeah like i think we talked about it last week it was kind of cool mm-hmm. it, like um so already there's some hints that hey rock band might be coming back <gasps> well now and i they have a rock band survey that they've been kind of pushing out to fans i took the survey i gave my feedback good um it basically was asking, hey, do you want a new rock band? And I'm just like, yeah, please, thank you. And like they ask a bunch of different questions like, oh, what if we use new instruments? What if we use the old instruments? What if we did this? What if we did that? And I basically gave my feedback. Um, so hopefully this means that they're going to give it another shot. Hopefully it means a new rock band. But I hope that they do it in a smart way because obviously rock band is not as big as it used to be. Um, I don't think the DLC model that they have now is going to be sustainable for the future. I think they need to think long and hard about how they deliver content in this new game. I think that Rock Band 4, if they even call it that, they might just give it like some weird subtitle. It needs to be free. It needs to be a downloadable game with a subscription for DLC. You know? Because mm-hmm. right now, sure, I have like 800 songs... But, dude, when you look at how much that cost me, that's $1,600 if I paid full price. Obviously, I didn't pay full price for every song, but some of them I did. That's really expensive. Um, and that's just to get a, a small percentage of the songs in the game. What if they had a monthly subscription of, hey, you got every song in the game, and you just play monthly, and you can play any song you want? 
can have a party, whatever, like pay monthly, even not monthly. Like they should have like one day subscriptions or like one week subscriptions for people that just want to have like a, a one night party or something. Like it should be a, that kind of thing, you know? Or what like, they, I think one thing they could do in that same vein is maybe have it free and subscription and the free will work on a rotation where you'll have a very small subset of songs Dude, that you can play and then yes. they might rotate it from time to time so that way you know if you want to play free playing right yeah you won't have to be like oh i'm sick of playing living on a Dude, prayer for the millionth time i i think that's a good idea and also i know this might not work out the way I, that it might not work out in the favor of people that have the old rock band games like as far as DLC working on the new consoles, but it'd be really cool if, like, hey, I already own these songs, so I just get to keep them for the next console, but then I can subscribe to get the rest of them. Like, mm-hmm. if they could do that, because, I mean, obviously, I've sunk a lot of songs. I got, I've got, i sunk a lot of money into this, 800 songs, you know, so hopefully there's some sort of, like, loyalty program in that way. But honestly, like, if they made a subscription service, I mean, I'd pay for it, because... Because you fucking love those games. Because I love those games. I'm going to keep playing them as long as they keep supporting them. Um, like, I played... I, I mean, I didn't mention it because it's, like, pretty minor at this point. But I, I, I play Rock Band every week. I played some Rock Band, you know, this morning. Like, it's just... Uh, it's something that I play on and off, pr- like, pretty frequently. Like, no, you're, like, love for that game. I literally know no one else with that other than maybe people who play games competitively. So it's yeah. like, yeah, this is a big deal. Mm-hmm. And then some more harmonics news. Um, Amplitude, the game that they kickstarted, uh, I pers- I uh, supported it. I bought the $250 collector's edition. Hoorah, hoorah. Hoorah. Um, it was supposed to come out in spring, but it's been delayed to summer, hmm. which at first I was kind of upset, but I was like, you know what? If they need the time, let's give it to them. Like they, I wanted it to be, I wanted to be good, and they even sent out a letter to all the all the backers, and just saying like, hey, like if we were being supported by some big publisher, or uh, if we had like a deadline, then we would just push it out, and then we'd probably patch it later. But we want this game to just be done, so we're gonna mm-hmm. delay it until summer. I'm like, okay, cool, yeah, let's do it. Like I I totally agree with that. Well, that's super common with. Uh kickstarters in general because i've backed one and they've yeah. been on delay for a while they're getting their shit together though so mm-hmm. and it's the same case here so i'm excited though i'm gonna get my uh <laughs> so the 250 dollar uh the 250 dollar version comes with the soundtrack on vinyl oh god so i'm getting the vinyl soundtrack <laughs> so are you are you going to get a uh something that will play vinyl no, uh, no, honestly, you could maybe. probably find one in a thrift store for like twenty. I mean, twenty-five probably. to fifty bucks. Yeah. we'll see. The thing that I'm more excited about is if you bought the super awesome collector's edition, you also got a um. So you got the game, obviously, but you got since the original game came out on PS2, you get a PS2 box with updated amplitude art on it and a game disc in it. So it's like having a new version of the original game, but really it's a PS3 slash PS4 game. Huh. Kind of crazy, huh? That's pretty cool. So, it's exciting. And that's all the news I got. And I really don't have too many news. Actually, I don't have any news. I've not been keeping my ear to the ground other than the Dark Souls 2's sin of something, something. They're doing their definitive edition for the... Oh, yeah. 
consoles. It has like a weird subtitle, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. They it's a weird subtitle of words that I've not actually seen in the game, so I have no <laughs> idea. But apparently, and I can't remember. And this is going to be feeding false information, and I'm don't have time or the capability of really digging into where I saw this. But they were just talking about like with regards to the PC version, and that you know the defendant this new edition that's coming out is going to be for the PS4 and Xbox One. It's going to include all the DLC. It's going to have a graphics overhaul. Or not overhaul, but they're going to be updated to be much, much better. And yeah. so that's that. But then there's the PC version, which in theory could do this anyway. So it's become a question of, are they just going to update it? Or are they going to release it separately? And from what I've looked at, I think some uh, patch notes got out with regard... Or not patch notes, but just some like notes... Or, yeah, no, they were patch notes. Or something got out. Something was exposed which said, oh, hey, the PC version is going to be getting a lot of the, some of the updates that this new one will have with regards to, like, I think certain fixes. Uh, lighting, mm. like the lighting was one of the big issues um, that didn't make it into the final game. Um, specifically with shadows, and I think they're going to update that. So any like graphical improvements that they implement in these new ones, I think the PC is going to get. That'd but, be good. But that being said, I think there was like an asterisk somewhere uh. that basically stated that there may it may or may not have like updated textures or something. I don't know. Again, this is I'm kind of talking out of my ass because yeah. I cannot recall it specifically. But there was some implication that the PC version will be getting new updates uh, along with this release. But like things like meshes and models might not necessarily be updated uh, to reflect the Definitive Edition's uh, game. So that's, wh- that's what I can recall. But hmm. again... That's kind of weird to me because like I feel like the PC should just get everything because that's what they were supposed to get in the first place. Well, then they are getting largely what they were supposed to. The, the thing with this new version is I think they might be like altering some models and stuff like that. Yeah. And you know, with that, like you're you would probably be boosting polygon count at some point. And I think with that there were they may they may have resulted in some changes that will not necessarily be able to carry over in an update um okay. like new items as well i don't know i again i'm not necessarily 100% sure and it also would would be kind of weird making this update apply to everyone because this is also going to include like certain dlc elements yeah and if you have the pc without the dlc i'm not sure exactly where that might that might cause some conflict but i don't know so uh that's that's a thing i think that that was like a horrible news segment. I'm I'm really sorry. I should have prepared notes on this because I have Yeah, I'm so unsure about some of these things, but it seems like it'll be kind of a half and half. So and that's largely all I have to say about stuff this week. Uh cool. do you want us to wrap up? Yeah, let's I do it. I think we're done. All right. Let's wrap it up like a burrito. Mm, I want a burrito. Mm. Um, you've been listening to Shit Gamers Say. Uh you can find me and Peter on Twitter. Uh, you can either search for our names or you can look at the handles that I'll be posting in the description. Uh, you can also find me, Peter, and you can find Kyle uh, on... Um, who the hell is Kyle? Who oh, the hell yeah, is Kyle? That guy. Kyle was not that on guy. the podcast, um, but he <laughs> is a regular. And you can well, you can find us all on Steam. Um, I will also 
give uh, out Kyle's uh, tag in the description as well. Okay. And then you can also find me and Peter on PSN. Uh, same tags. You can find also Peter on Xbox One. Um. Or th- yep, Xbox Live. Xbox I also Live. have a 360. Um, and also real quick, Peter, the 11 yeah. in your name yeah. changes be based off of. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Yep. So a P- I, 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 I honestly, I don't even know which ones have which. It just depends on certain services. Are like you can't start with a number, and other services are like we don't care. So it's like really sporadic. Like I can't even remember which ones allow the the eleven at the beginning or at the end. So yeah, I, I think it was the PlayStation that was the uh, odd man out, uh, from what yeah. I can tell. So, um, but either way, so I'll, I'll make a point. But yeah, either search it if you can't find it with the eleven in front, put the eleven at the back, and you're all good to go. Um, you can also find stupid videos that, well, stupid as in stupid fun videos that Kyle posts on YouTube. Yeah. That, yeah, that almost sounded mean. Um, you uh, can find that dumb video of me on the train shooting shit in Sunset Overdrive on my YouTube. Yeah, you can find stuff on all of our YouTubes. Uh, <laughs> you can also come visit our website, zucchinithumbs.com, where you'll find not only this podcast, but several videos me and Peter have produced, as well as some dumb articles that we like to Videos retweet. that we made years ago at this point. But they're wonderful videos. Find our early ones that really sucked. Please do, actually. <laughs> and then finally, you can find more podcasts like this one on the OSU Podcast Network. That's go dot osu dot edu forward slash podcasting there you'll find several other podcasts like this one including one about osu riddles that revolve around osu and also the fan club which is a kind of uh i mean it's a lot of things really (laughs) just go listen to it you might enjoy it actually um yeah and with that that'll be another episode it's been fun talking to y'all been great bye